Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Traders of Killstokes here, and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. It is an absolutely beautiful day here on the eastern coast of the United States. And in today's Trading Coach Podcast episode, I want to talk a little bit about narrowing your focus and how that can be of benefit. And the topic came up really because of uh, well, a, a personal situation that I'm in. If you guys have been following the show, and thank you so much if you have been, the support has been amazing. I can't count the amount of kind words and kind emails that I've gotten from you guys, so I appreciate it. Keep it up, keep sharing. We'll keep growing this show together. But if you've been following the show, you know that I've recently suffered a setback. I've had a, a dislocated knee and what ended up being a strained MCL, which has kind of put my, my training to the sideline. And it, it, it made me, I, I was in rehab today. I just got back uh, maybe like an hour or so ago from uh, the weight room. I was doing some rehab, had a great talk with a, um, one of our newer strength and conditioning coaches on campus who gave me some different exercises to do. I did them. I feel accomplished. And my mindset is just in a place where it hasn't been in a, in a while. I've been kind of feeling depressed and, and bummed out. I've been limping around with a brace and I can't really do anything athletic. I can't play with my kid. And it's just like, I'm a super athlete, super competitive nerd. So like if I can't go 100 miles per hour all the time, I'm just down in the dumps. And it brought me back, I was thinking a lot about my summer training, right? And typically, right, here's how my, my year works. I am extremely busy from mid-August until mid-May. But from mid-May to the next mid-August, my schedule opens up massively. And that's usually when I get in the best of shape. I drop about 10 pounds. I start looking nice, got the summer body going. And I'm usually training for some type of event. In the past, it's been a triathlon or a marathon or some type of race or event or you know activity. Um, but this summer, I didn't really have anything that I was I was going for. So I was kind of doing training that was all over the place. I was doing a fair amount of endurance training. I was riding my bike, but not as long as I usually do. I wasn't doing the the 50 mile rides. I was doing maybe 20 something, 30 something miles a ride, and only a couple times a week. I was also doing some distance running, but again, only a couple times a week, uh, maybe averaging five miles, not doing the big 10 miles or, or 12 mile runs that I typically would do if I was training for a marathon. And then I was also doing a lot of sprint training. So very short, explosive speed work, some plyo work, and really in the gym kind of lifting and, and working on putting on, uh, putting on some muscle, uh, lean muscle, of course. 
And what was weird was that I noticed during my training over the summer that I was I was in good shape. I was in good general shape, but I wasn't in a tip-top shape for anything specific. I mean, if I had to if someone if I had to go out and run a marathon, I wouldn't be in shape to do it. If I had to go out and do a big bike ride, I wouldn't be in shape to do it. If I had to go out and, and do a hundred meter uh, dash, I wouldn't be in shape to do it. I was kind of all over the place, and and really by being all over the place, I was I was nowhere but just there. And it made me think about my my trading because it, it was a very similar parallel to my trading where at one point I was doing what felt like a, a little bit of everything in my trading. I, I, w- I was trading counter trend. I was trading trend continuation trading. I was trading this, trading that, trading moving averages, trading all types of other indicators and oscillators and strategies. And I, and I probably had about 10 things that I was able to trade but I wasn't really good. I was okay, but I wasn't really good at at any one of them. And this is something that happens to many new traders, and it's because of the amount of information that's out there. If you listen to the last podcast episode or, or one of the, the previous ones, who knows when this one will actually come out, right? Um, I, did a, I did a podcast called Learning How to Learn, where I was talking to a few of our traders on the platform about how to learn the right way. Basically, how to digest all of the information that is, that is given to you and actually use it in a way that's beneficial. Because one of the problems about the internet, and, and this is why coaching is, is so important, or just being very, very disciplined. One of the problems about the internet is that the, the internet will give you all of the information, right? All the information you need to know about trading is out there on the internet somewhere. You can just, you find it if you look hard enough. Um, but that's a pro and a con. Yes, there's all the information out there, but there's also all of the information out there. And, and it's pretty overwhelming because you can actually have all of the information in the world, but if you don't know how to use it correctly, it's not really going to do you any good. And that was the position I found myself in. And that's also the position that, you know, I talk to a lot of struggling traders on a regular basis who know a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and they're trying to put it together. And I'm like, hey, you need to focus on one thing. Because if you're everywhere, you're nowhere. If you're doing 10 different things, but you're just okay at it, you're never going to be able to, you know, one, you're never going to get really, really good at, at any one of them. And if there's, if there's all you need as a trader is, is, is one good strategy, right? And you can be consistently do it and you can be successful. But not only are you not going to get good at any one thing, but you're going to have a lot of conflicting ideas. Because if you're doing, you know, three trend continuation strategies, but four counter trend strategies, it's only a matter of time before you get signals going in opposite directions at the same time. And then it's like, what do you do then? So one of the things that really helped me get out of that funk, kind of that, that boomer buster uh, stage where I was doing a lot of things okay. I, I was losing money, but not at a pace that was alarming. It was kind of like a slow bleed that you don't really recognize until you've completely uh, <laughs> blown your account and bled out. It was one of those deals. And one thing, this happened twice in my career. The first time, what I did was I, I started dedicating myself to a single strategy. I started, um, I always keep a few whiteboards in the house. I started marking up my whiteboards of all the different ways I trade. And I said, Akil, we're going to start with one. We're going to go through all these strategies. You're going to pick one that you want to focus on, and you're going to become really, 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 really good at that. And, you know, I'd love to say that I I did it for the first time, but actually I had to pick one a few different times. I I would pick one, one that I wanted to do, but I wasn't really good at it. And, and, you know, at the same time, not disciplined enough to consistently follow. Then I would start over and I did it again. But eventually I found something that worked and I picked that one thing and I started 
dedicating myself to becoming really, really, really good at that one thing. Because at this point in my trading career, I just started to, I needed, I needed to make consistent profit. I, I was playing around this game for so long and I was kind of in that, that trader's high where you're new and you're like, oh, I'm going to do big things. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that and do that. And I had gotten over that honeymoon period of all these, these wild dreams and fantasies of what I was going to do. And well, I needed to start doing some of them. So I want to pick one thing. I want to get really good at that one thing and start making some money. And then after I made some money, I can always learn the next thing. And that was a, a stepping stone process that really helped my trading. It was kind of dull and boring at first as I'm only doing one thing and, you know, I'm seeing all this other stuff and I got to force myself not to trade it. Like, ooh, there's a moving average cross. I used that in the past. Oh, don't, don't do the kill. Don't do it. Remember, one thing. Um, that was tough, but, you know, as I became more disciplined and, and as I got tired of, of, of giving money back to the market, I guess that's the real thing, giving money back to the market allowed me to become more disciplined. I was tired of feeling that pain. Um, using that one thing at a time process really worked. Now, there was another hurdle in that because you know my need to trade, my desire to be in the market, I think that's something that we all have. We want to have action. And it's very hard trading one thing, especially as a swing trader, when that one thing may give you one signal maybe once a month. It's like, what do you do all the rest of the time, right? You, you sit there and twiddle your thumbs? No, you end up making a trade mistake, right? So something I started doing was I started expanding my portfolio. And I said, okay, I'm gonna do one thing, but I'm gonna do one thing on like, 80 different pairs, all of the pairs, and I, I slowly became overwhelmed, right? And, and by the way, that, that's me sticking within my rules, but breaking my rules. I, 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 was, I was dedicated to not doing more than one thing, but there was nothing in my plan that said I couldn't, I couldn't grow my portfolio. So that was kind of me feeding that, that urge to, to, <laughs> to self-sabotage without me technically self-sabotaging myself, right? A little loophole in the rules. And I started trading that one thing on a massive amount of pairs and I came into the same thing. I just wasn't as good. My focus wasn't as sharp. I was I was all over the place. And once again, my trading started to hurt. And it didn't happen until I really started cutting down my portfolio to a, a, a small amount of pairs that I really started seeing the difference. Because when I was trading one thing on a small portfolio of pairs, I, I, there was no, I had no time to do anything else. I couldn't do it. Right? I guess I wasn't allowed to do anything else other than focus on that one thing. So I got really, really good at it. Right? I was trading one thing and only a small amount of pairs. So I would look for that one thing and I redo my analysis and I redo this and I do some more testing on that. And I really locked down on that one thing and became a master at it. And that's what started propelling my trading. And Going back to the knee injury, again, while I'm, while I'm talking about this podcast is because recently I've been doing the same thing. It, it has sucked that I've been out, right? I, I can't run. I, I, I probably shouldn't bike. I haven't been biking. I, I can't really do anything else um, physically as far as physical fitness goes, but I always want to stay in shape, right? I do this for the ladies. And, by, and for the ladies, I mean my wife, my wife, no other lady, just my wife. Let's make this perfectly clear, perfectly clear. Um, love you, honey. Um, but... What I started focusing on, because I couldn't do this other stuff, I started focusing on just one aspect of, uh, you know, kind of healthy living, and that was just nutrition. So I said, hey, I, I can't really do anything to get my body in shape physically, but 
what I can focus on is I can focus on eating the right way. And I started really paying attention to what's going into my body, when I'm eating, um, and all that stuff. And I've actually gotten into better shape over the past few weeks without doing any type of physical activity just by eating better. Now, what's cool is now that I'm getting back into things, I'm, I'm, again, I'm going through the rehab process right now. It's going to be a, a still a little bit of time before I, I start getting after it, after it. But as I start working my way back physically, right now, I'm now I'm killing it from two different areas, right? If I if I can stick when as I stick with my nutrition goals, um, which are getting me into better shape, I'm going to add on my physical fitness goals and I'm just going to get in double extra shape, right? Two times incredible shape. And the same thing with trading, right? Once you focus on one thing and you master that one thing, then as you start to add something else, as you start to add your, your next strategy to it, now you're really, really good at one thing, you're adding something else that you're gonna be really, really, really good at, and now you're extremely good at two different things in the markets, and that's when you see your, your trading start to really explode because you get to have more opportunity, and not only do you have more opportunities, but it's more opportunity within that edge that you have, so it's, it's more opportunity of trading something that you know will produce you consistent profits as long as you don't sabotage yourself. And when you can get on that type of path of, of just adding things that work, adding to your portfolio, it's like diversifying your portfolio. When you can get into the habit of just adding things that work and you're, you're psychologically and emotionally balanced enough not to sabotage yourself, that's when you start to see those big gains in trading. And of course, the more you see those gains in training, uh, trading, right, the more profit you produce, the more profit you produce, the more aggressive you can become with your money management and position sizing strategy. And if there's anything traders should know, right, you guys that work with me, you notice already because you have the spreadsheet that does it for you. And I know you've played around with it to see how you can manipulate those returns. But for you guys that are new, when you add money management to a successful and a consistent strategy that doesn't really have a big drawdown, that's where you start seeing the major returns. That's where you start turning your 30% your returns into 50% returns, your 50% returns into 80% returns. And that's when you start seeing these numbers that actually make a difference instead of the, the slow and steady numbers, which are fine. You know, I, I think anyone would still kill for a 30% return a year, but you'd kill even more for a 60% return every year. Um, and when you do things the right way, you can set yourself up to be that aggressive and you don't have to worry about the backside risk of potentially blowing your account. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, do me a big favor, a massively gigantic favor, and make sure you share the show, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, retweet it, share it, shoot me a message letting me know if you liked the episode, letting me know what your favorite uh, part was. And also, if you have any questions or comments, shoot that at me as well. I'm very active on social media. I respond to everything. I have a massive following, a tribe of traders that are willing to help you out as well. So make sure you join that social media community as well. Um, so I'll see you guys next time. If you're new, take the 10 episode challenge. Go back and, and pick 10 random episodes and let me know what you think. And until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care, traders.